Greetings from Soundography, a crash course in music, one band at a time. I'm Brian Ibbett. And I am Hammond Chamberlain, dude. And and uh, yeah, dude, we're both hanging 10. Uh, later on, we're going to be hanging 10 songs in our in our playlists. That was a really rough <laughs> shoehorned joke. But uh, we're... <laughs> We've got our we've got our boards waxed up and we are ready to talk about our genre episode for this season. And that genre is surf rock. And I really, really, really enjoyed this week. I did too. Even more than I was expecting to. I like surf rock. I'm a big fan of a of an album series, a recent album series called Beyond the Sea. Um, they've had Beyond the Sea was the first one, further beyond the sea was the second one, considerably further beyond the sea was the third one. And it's a series of surf rock cover albums done by modern surf musicians. So I will, let me throw this out there because we're probably not going to talk. (laughs) There's a whole lot of noises. I'm not sure we'll make it in or not, but. (laughs) No, they definitely better make it in. (laughs) I I will throw out there that it was hard for me not to pick the uh, Peter Gunn, Dwayne Eddy, uh, Art of Noise tune. Yeah, see, that's a great one. By the way, um, looking at Dwayne Eddy's Wikipedia page, because I had to confirm that he was alive, he released an album in 1987 that was produced, co-produced by Paul McCartney, Jeff Lynn, Ry Cooter, and The Art of Noise. And <laughs> like, holy cow, this thing sounds great. Like uh, there's a cover of uh, McCartney's Rockestra theme Oh, I'm I'm totally listening to this as soon as we're done here because I had no idea this uh, this is in here. Well, let's define surf rock. Let's start off by defining surf rock. Uh, surf rock is music associated with surf culture, which is focused around primarily Southern California. We find some some uh, other bands in other parts of the country creating surf rock as well. It had its peak in popularity from 1962 to 1964, and there were two main types. The instrumental, which featured heavily reverbed guitars and vocals, which t- or the vocal version, which took the surf sound and added vocal harmonies. Dick Dale developed the sound of the instrumental when he took Middle Eastern and Mexican influences and added spring reverbs and rapid alternate picking. And we all know that sound. That's the sound. We all know that sound. It's the, the Pulp Fiction opening credits. Yeah. Is that sound. The big names in the vocal style were, of course, the Beach Boys, Jan and Dean, uh, folks like that. Dick Dale claimed that the true form of surf music was instrumental. So he's taking a stand and saying, no, what I'm doing is surf music. What you're doing is pop. Something is beach music. Yeah. Or something. And I kind of, I, I kind of agree with him. Uh, I don't think I do because I feel like, you know, songs like, Surfer girl, there's very little sound of surfer girl that is surfy, right? There's none of that, that really reverb guitar in there. Mm-hmm. But there are some great vocal songs 
maybe not so much by the Beach Boys, but by other bands from that era and from this new era where, sure, having the surf guitar sound and vocals goes just fine together and still feels like surf rock. Um, let's All right, let, well, would you say Wipeout? Would you describe that as a surf rock song? But I don't, yes, but I don't know if it, it, the, the laughing at the beginning counts as a vocal. Well, the, or, or the part where he goes, wipe out. Yeah, I don't know. That That's just, that's. All right. What about uh, Surfing Bird? Or not Surfing, Surfing Bird. Yeah, yeah Surfing right. Bird. Yeah, I would count that. But it, but the vocals that's, almost come across as a percussive instrument there. They are. They are for sure in that song. Yeah, for sure. Well, all right. At the end of this show, <laughs> here's the problem is that you won't hear the songs. Well, you've heard some of the songs yeah, I've, I've heard. Picked. I've heard them. I know. And, and they're, they're surf guitar with vocals. Oh, and I, I feel like I, they're super surf rocky. I, I, I agree with your picks, but I think on the whole, <laughs> I think Dick Tail might be right. Dick, Dick Tail? <laughs> Dick Tail. I think on the whole, I you think... just created my porn name. <laughs> On the whole, I think Dick Dale is right. <laughs> and now you're going on the whole? <laughs> you're making I it really hard for me to edit this stuff out. And you're not going to. I don't think you're going to edit any of this out. I think we keep it. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about surf music. Uh, at the peak, surf music rivaled girl groups and Motown in popularity at the time. Just, just you know, right there in those two, three years where it was hugely popular. Kind of like ska. Uh, and then that, that two-week period of time where swing was hot. hot. Kind of, yeah, and and is still around. You know, both of those genres also still around, but not as prevalent as they were in their peak. Mm-hmm. And and just kind of attracted followers and said, "Hey, here's the sound. What do you think?" A few people said, "This is great. I'm going to continue listening to this for rest of mm-hmm. my for the rest of my life." And, and and meanwhile, everybody else kind of followed the mainstream and said, "Okay, we're done with swing. We're done with ska. What's the next thing?" Yep. All right. Well, let's talk about the parts, the the eras of surf music. The first era of surf music pretty much started emerging in the 1950s. This was about the uh, about the gear, uh, electric guitar, spring reverb, bender amps, and the vibrato arm. Yeah, and, and some early examples were Pipeline by the Chantes. That's uh, another uh, another one that kind of in the same vein as Wipeout. No vocals on that one, but it's that classic. You've heard that song a million times. Yeah, if you're um, gonna if you're gonna make a a surf sound trope, it's that one. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, and Point Panic by the Surfaris. Rapid tremolo picking was at the heart of the sound. Fender guitars were also in style, and the Jazzmaster and the Strat later, and then later the Moserite came into the picture. And I have a Moserite bass. Do you really? Uh-huh. What is it? What what gives it its sound? It's like, a hollow. It? It's a hollow body. There's a lot of. It still has a lot of acoustic resonance, even though it's an electric instrument. It's a very cool, cool sounding bass. Interesting. Some of them even included baritone sax, like Surf Rider by The Lively Ones. Mm-hmm. 
In the early 60s, instrumental rock was gaining popularity thanks to the Ventures and Dwayne Eddy. The Deltones, the Bel Airs, the Challengers were all at the forefront of that musical also, scene. Also, all cars. <laughs> I don't know. Except for the Deltones. About a Deltone. Yeah, the new Plymouth Deltone. But it yeah, sounds Bel-Air, like it would work. It sounds like it would work at a big fence. It kind of would. Maybe that needs to be one of the, like the IKEA, the Kia Deltone. <laughs> Uh, the Shantays released Pipeline, which was a top 10 hit. And then the Surfaris released Wipeout. Which was famously covered by the Fat Boys. Famously, and and we shall never speak of it again. (laughs) Except for when I play it right here. Yeah, right. Other groups soon cropped up. The Astronauts, the Trashmen, who did that surfing bird. Everybody knows about the bird. And the Rivieras, who released California Sun in 1964. That song, by the way, California Sun, is is one of those songs that um, almost can't be covered in a a style outside of surf rock. Mm-hmm. I've got so many covers of California Sun and they're all surf rock. Like they're all, they all contain some aspect of surf rock. This does kind of go against my, uh, wait, yeah, this does go against the stance because this is, I think this is the exception to the rule. It is. It is. Now I'm, I'm remembering that I've got, uh, um, instrumental versions of California sun. I'm wondering if that original version by the Rivieras was, um, maybe. Yeah, I know I've got I know I've got some instrumental versions. Yeah. Dick Dale, Dick Dale does the version of it that's all instrumental yeah. on that. Um, and and unknown I, territory. And I will say too that what was interesting about these people you just named is they were all from Colorado, Minnesota, and Indiana, all known for oh. their exceeding beach culture. <laughs> yeah, so much, so much beach in Colorado, Minnesota, Indiana. That's interesting. All right, uh, Bombora was released by Sydney's own The Atlantic. So. There you go. Not even a, a, a an American band, Australian band. Yeah, but they got beaches. That makes sense. Indiana yeah, doesn't. True. But however, the Bombora is actually a roller, a family roller coaster at Salt Lake at Lagoon here in Utah. Oh, really? The mm-hmm. Bombora. Yep. That's cool. The British even got into the act as well with the shadows, uh, Los Relampagos uh, from Spain even getting involved. And Relampago means lightning. I could tell by the way. I it just it just uh drifted off my tongue so easily. And it's shocking. Ah, well done. Uh, the second wave, see what I did there, of surf music came with uh, vocal surf music popularized by the Beach Boys. 
the multi-track smooth harmonies typified this style of surf music, and it's seen as a Southern California variant of doo-wop. There's a subgenre that evolved out of this called hot rod rock. And the Beach Boys dipped their toes in both of those venues. They did. I Get Around is a good example of hot rod rock, little GTO. Little old lady from Pasadena. Right, exactly. And back on their kind of their, their harmony soft rock songs, just because you put the word surf in the title doesn't make it a surf rock song. <laughs> <laughs> no, in fact, I actually think Little Server Girls is straight up ballad. It totally is. They're, like a doo ballad. It's a doo ballad. There's nothing surf rock about that except for the, the title is surf rock. In late 1961, the Beach Boys had their first hit with Surfin' in 1962. They released Surfin' Safari. 1963, they released Surfin' USA and later Surfer Girl. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of the, uh, again, the, the the Tubadors or the, oh gosh, what were they? The Folksmen. Oh, Mighty Wind. Yeah, yes. With right. all their, their kind of themed wishing, fallen, hoping. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. That's a great, like a great real world example of that. Like, oh, well. Uh, or even all the versions of the twist that came out. I was just going to say Chubby Checker released so many different twists. Let's twist again. And are we still twisting? And uh, <laughs> are we yet still twisting? Able to twist? <laughs> yeah. Surf City, the song was released in 1963 by Jan and Dean. And of course, we know what, uh, you know, the Surf City's claim to fame is that there's two girls for every boy in Surf yeah, City. There is. It's funny because Jan and Dean's harmonies, when they actually, it took me a long time. And I'm, I'm not, I don't know if I'm ashamed or if it's just kind of part of learning music, but figuring out the difference between Jan and Dean and early Beach Boys took me a while because there's a no. lot of similarities. You could easily play Surf City and assume it's a Beach Boys song. Like, right. And it wasn't until, you know, what did it for me were KTEL albums in the 70s or uh, 70s and 80s, where you'd see the commercial for, it's KTEL Surf Rock. And then they go through the songs and you're Surf City. It's like, and Surf City by Jan and Dean. I'm like, oh, that's not Beach Boys? Interesting. Okay. It takes a very refined ear to understand the difference because it's hard. It's very hard. Uh, Surf music met its match in the British invasion of 1964, kind of becoming the new thing that everybody was paying attention to. Beatles, of course, and and um, Herman's Hermits and, and all those bands that came from that. Also, psychedelic, garage, and folk rock were all emerging in California as well. So a lot of stuff to take people's attention away from, from surf music. It's hard to think that the birds beat up surf rock, but kind of they did. <laughs> kind of, yeah, right. A new documentary called The Ventures, star on guitars, was directed by Stacy Lynn Wilson. She is the daughter of Don Wilson of uh, The Ventures. Yeah, and I interviewed her uh, right before the movie came out. And it's a really, really good documentary. Did she explain why she changed her name to Wilson instead of Venture? Like, because I thought, <laughs> weren't all the members of the Ventures like Don Venture and... Uh, uh, like the Ramones? 
<laughs> like the Ramones <laughs> or Ween. Yeah, exactly. I am Freddie Ween. Right. What's Dean and uh, what's the other Dean and Gene Ween? Yeah. Are the two lead singers of Ween. There's a lot. There's there's a lot of bands that kind of carry on the legacy of surf rock these days, in both the instrumental style, like the Vivisectors and Los Straight Jackets, who performs who perform with uh, luchador masks uh, on their faces. We'll talk about them in a minute. Thurston Lapitude, oh, the Surfer Jets. Oh, the Surfer Jets. Yeah, they're another another great example. A lot of these bands that uh, are kind of just keeping keeping alive. The Lost Boys of Penzance. Just thinking of another or listing a couple other ones here. The Muffin Mates, the Swamp Coolers. Those are some of the big ones right there. And a lot of these you can find on albums called uh, Beyond the Sea, Further Beyond the Sea, and Considerably Further Beyond the Sea. I, I didn't talk about this. You, did, you did mention those, but it's, not, it's good to mention them again because I think that for, yeah. uh, for an encompassing kind of collection of surf rock, that might be a good place to start. Very much so because all of these are cover albums. So naturally, I'm going to be drawn to them. So you're hearing stuff like um, Bjork's Human Behavior and R.E.M.'s The One I Love done in surfer style. It's not just covers of things like Surfer Girl and and stuff from that era. It's like brand new stuff. Uh, Stacy's Mom yeah. uh, by Fountains of Wayne, covered by the Lost Boys of Penzance, for example. Great stuff. Uh, from those. So you've got those bands who are doing that, but then there's also this whole indie rock subgenre of bands that still use the surf guitar sound. And um, we'll talk more about some of these guys in my list and, and Hammond's list, but bands like Repeat, Repeat, um, Babe Watch, The Frights, uh, La Luz, um, The Growlers, just, just to name yeah. a few. So I, I want to tell you a really strange memory I have of you. Okay. In 2013, I was part of the Kickstarter backer team at Nerdtacular. Yeah. And one oh, of the yeah, trivia things you that. did was yeah. surf. You had to identify the surf songs. That's right. And Nicole and I were, we, we were the ones who figured them out. And one of them, I, for, I don't even remember. She figured it out, but it was SpongeBob. And I couldn't remember. I couldn't yeah. put a finger on it, but she was the one who put SpongeBob down and got it right. So... We got points because of our combined knowledge of music. <laughs> totally, yeah. And those, you hear some of these songs and it's such a weird, you know, you're like, oh my God, I know this. The surf rock sound takes them so far out of their their element that um, uh, you recognize the melody and you can even hum along with the melody, but you have a hard time actually yeah. coming up with the song. That was a very um, good, that was a very good trivia moment. As well, so it was, it was a lot of fun too because I put them with uh, surfing videos of to squirrels. distract. Well, the last one was a squirrel. I did uh, <laughs> whatever the last song was in that set. I did as squirrels because people were expecting, you know, all these great surfing shots of people uh, uh, hitting the pipeline, the tube or whatever the pipeline exactly. 
But then the last one is the scroll on skis. Yep. <laughs> yep. I remember that vividly. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. A lot of fun putting that together. Uh, so there's there's that there's that uh, uh, those two sides still continue on today, basically with both the instrumental surf rock and the vocal surf rock and indie bands who just take that surf sound, who play those guitars with the reverb and tremolo and um, and keep that that sound alive, which is really cool. Hammond, tell me about some statistics and general notes about surf rock. All right. So they're not really statistics. I just have a few things that I brought. I kind of pulled in because they were interesting. So surf rock has touched all kinds of different genres, including film scores, because the James Bond theme is in, has to be. It For intrinsically sure. is influenced by surf rock. It's that it's that same reverb guitar. Um, yeah, it just happens to be treated a little bit differently to not make you think that the, the the barrel that James Bond is looking down is a wave, and it's actually a barrel of a gun. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's ever done that, where they put uh, uh, James Bond on a surfboard, shooting his gun, looking down the wave. Surf rock has influenced everyone from uh, Keith Moon to the Dead Kennedys and beyond. When we were, we were talking earlier, it actually dawned on me how well that kind of spring reverb guitar would work with ska. And I'm surprised we don't have like a, a surf ska subgenre oh, of music. Hybrid? Yeah. Oh my gosh, we need one. Because <laughs> not only are they both excellent and well-known for all their covers, but that kind of kitschy, uh, bouncy sound would do really well together. Like the, the upbeat kind of sound with the spring guitars would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last one was uh, in 19, what, 91 when Pulp Fiction came out? Mm-hmm. Is it 91? No, 94. Was, oh, 90, yeah. 94. Yeah. When Pulp Fiction came out, uh, they used Dick Dale and that sparked a whole new interest in this type of music and this type of sound and kind of kind of relaunched this genre of music and all this new interest just kind of carried on from there. For sure. For sure. That um, song, Miserloo, by the way, is a lot of people think, oh man, what a great Dick Dale song. And it was a great Dick Dale cover, but the original Miserloo is way, way older. And there's some incredible like lounge versions of that song, but it's like an old Greek, um, uh, an old Greek or Eastern Mediterranean folk tune. 1946, I think might've been, oh no, the, uh, the twenties. Yeah. It looks like the 1920s is when that song originated. So like <laughs> 70 years before Pulp Fiction. Wow. Now yeah. that's staying power. It is staying power for sure. Yeah, that's a that's a song with some legs right there. Um, all right. Well, uh, obviously we don't have uh, 
covers per se, you know, what we'd like, although here, what we'd like to hear a, a, a surf song cover of, that might be a fun thing, but obviously our, the Stairway to Heaven surf song, excuse me, probably be Wipeout, I think. Uh, Wipeout, Pipeline, Walk Don't Run, any, any of those. Yeah. Oh, Pipeline's a good one too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good call. Uh, can you think of any, any song you'd love to hear a uh, surf rock cover of it's funny because i've been thinking about it and and right off the top of my mind i've got two thoughts uh Uh, one would be any metallica song like master of puppets uh something where where it's a driving rhythm and they could just kind of bang on that e-string and with the reverb and just kind of alternate pick their way through it yeah but then i'm thinking of things like i don't know like blues traveler um Hmm. Like run around. Oh, that would be fun or hook. Yeah. So I, I think there, there. I think there's there. I think there's places for it. It's just a matter of having someone who's able to keep the vibe of the original while still seasoning it with surf rock. Yeah. And that takes that takes to balance. It takes some skill. I love the idea of a surf rock band just taking one band's catalog and covering it in surf rock. I mean, I guess Los Straight Jackets did do that. Well, again, we'll talk about that in a minute, but but I'd love to hear like a Metallica surf rock. Oh my tribute. gosh. Slayer yeah. surf rock. <laughs> Excellent. That's not, not what I thought, not what I was expecting you to say, but uh, I really like this. <laughs> well, because I'll be really honest, Dream Theater was hard to pare down into tremolo <laughs> picking. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to our playlist. This is where we pick uh, a few songs on these genre shows. We're picking songs in that genre that we really like. It's, so it's not necessarily from one artist or from one album or anything like that. We kind of bounce all around and um, and just you know pick stuff from pick stuff in that style. And as always, I'll go first. The first one for me is a song called Mexico by Dick Dale and his Deltones. This is from an album called Unknown Origin. And it basically, once Pulp Fiction came out and we all kind of got hooked on Dick Dale and his sound and that surf rock sound make it, made its resurgence, I went out and I picked up the very next Dick Dale album that came out or might have been the one that was out at the time and got hooked on it. It sat in my car and played over and over on repeat for uh, for several months. This is uh, the second track from the album, and it's just a really good example of how Dick Dale used those surf rock influences combined with um, Spanish music influences and created something really, really cool. Uh, next one is Sad Girl, a song called Norma and Jessica. I don't know if Norma and Jessica are sad, but the band is called Sad Girl. Something you don't often hear in uh, surf music 
um, are, are minor keys. Like you hear a lot of major keys, you hear the occasional, you know, minor key for interest at the end of a bridge or something. But um, Norma and Jessica use a lot of cool sharps and flats with the, with the surf guitar sound, the actual guitar itself making those, doing those. And then you get to the chorus and it just hits you like a brick. So cool. Babe Watch and a song called Road Soda. You always need a soda for the road. This uh, has got a surf rock meets the vines kind of feel. Vines are a very good example of one of these more modern bands that uses the surf rock guitar as part of their their regular sound. The Strokes, to some degree, have used it. I'm trying to think of other more popular, more mainstream guys that have used it, but the Vines is probably the, the most well known. Uh, Los Strachakis came out with a song, uh, a cover album of uh, Nick Lowe's music called What's So Funny About Peace, Love, and Understanding. And I'm picking the title track as, uh, as the highlight. Straight jackets are great, though. So these are the guys that I mentioned that wear the luchador masks. And Nick Lowe came to town um, in November, came to Denver. And I went and saw him with uh, my buddy Chris. And uh, what a great pairing. Like having Nick Lowe doing all of his classic songs, but with this surf rock band behind him. And for a while, Nick left the stage and went you know, backstage probably to have a cup of tea or something. And Lowe Straight Jackets kept doing... Nick Lowe's songs, I think they even did a couple. Oh, yeah, they did uh, Game of Thrones, the theme to Game of Thrones, which I almost included as the song on here. But there's this cover of What's So Funny About Love, Peace, Love, and Understanding. It's just so, so good. It completely adds something new, but is true to the original. And uh, it's great. Uh, La Luz and Sure as Spring. This is another all-female surf rock group. They complement their music with some really, really cool harmonies. So the vocal style that I really like. Uh, Shannon and the Clams, a song called Backstreet. What's cool about this is that it feels like a love letter to Dion, specifically the song Runaway by Dion, which was not a surf song. But Wasn't that one later covered by Bon Jovi? A just, different, I different, know, I'm just uh, kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, I know. all right. Uh, <laughs> no, it was covered by the Runaways. Yeah, I know. Kevin. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, it's, it's, a, it's a really cool, cool tribute. It feels like it's a, a, an intentional tribute to Dion. 
The Growlers and a song called Black Memories. I'm a fan of a good slow surf song, kind of like you're sitting on the beach in front of a big bonfire with uh, a bunch of hippies and one of them brings out their guitar and starts playing. Not that that's ever happened to me, but that's kind of what I imagine. Yeah, but they don't have to bring an extension cord, uh, a fender amp, uh, (laughs) a spring to make sure the spring reverb works without the sand. Right. And And then they got to watch out for the Lost Boys uh, who are going to come out and start eating them. And and that, that shirtless sax player that'll show up. Right, exactly. Uh, next one for me is an oldie, a classic one, Telstar by the Tornadoes. A very familiar song to a lot of people. This is, feels like one of the first surf rock songs. And what's what's great is the, how quick, like this has such a quick tempo to it. Um, and it's spacey, like uh, David Bowie wearing a grass skirt. Just that whole like an ode to a satellite, which is <laughs> great. Well, it's funny because you're forgetting the best part about that image. It's a grass skirt and a coconut bra. <laughs> that David Bowie's wearing? Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. And a, and a third coconut like he's uh, Jareth from Labyrinth uh, down the Zakat piece. <laughs> kind of along the same lines, Dead Coast and a song called Are We There Yet? This one actually has that same staticky radio, that 50s, you know, sci-fi, whistle noise, all that stuff. But this is recorded 60 years later and still feels just as... That you mean as, the sci-fi whistle noise meaning a theremin? Yeah, I guess that is a theremin, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, it's a little theremin, fine. Uh, I, I want a theremin. If I ever find a theremin cheap, I'm totally buying it. But they're, well, the, they're all uh, multi, multiple hundreds of dollars well, for Well, there a are... Two antenna kits on Amazon for 95 bucks, but you have to know how to solder. The instructions are all there, but it's just yeah, soldering. I don't, want to, I don't want to learn how to solder. I thought you already knew how to solder. You seem like a guy who solders for fun. Uh, I, the last time I soldered was when I made this arcade thing. The uh, And it was just so damn stressful because you got to make sure the solder goes in the right place and you don't overheat the components and you got to have a heat sink. It's so stressful. I don't want to do it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, let's get another cover in here. How about Wannabe by the Spice Girls, covered by the Thurston Lava Tube? Lava Tubes. This one feels like it was just ripped right from one of those Annette Funicello, Frankie Avalon beach movies. There's your your movie equivalent to 
the Beach Boys doing surf in all their titles. All those movies were called Beach This, Beach Blanket yes. Bingo, mm-hmm. and Beach Party, and yep. King of the Beach, and all that stuff. Yep. Uh, but this wannabe cover is great because it's it's also really cool because it keeps a lot of those things. Even the eh, tell me what you want, what you really really want, but does it with instrumental surf rock, which yeah. is so cool. Yeah, that's good. That that takes skill when they can do when they can break down yep. a pop song that's so rhythmically different and still pull it off. Yeah, and do it as a rhythm guitar or a, a surf guitar as percussion. Lava tubes. All right, let's get to yours. What you got? All right, so my first one is by the Ventures. It's uh, a cover of a Richard Rogers tune from the from the musical uh, On Your Toes, and it's oh. Slaughter on Tenth Avenue. And uh, I learned about this years and years ago from my mom. And I went down a huge Ventures rabbit hole about that time. And I mean, I only came up, you know, for Dream Theater. (laughs) (laughs) The next one is from a band called My Dog Dick. And it's actually new, brand new. It came out last year. Um, The guy who plays guitar on it actually lives here in Salt Lake. And the guy who plays drums on it is in Australia. And uh, the song I picked was, When Was the Last Time You Touched a Monkey? That's a great title. Um, that's a band's name that means a different thing depending on how you say it, right? Because yeah. if you say my dog, Dick, that's a different thing from my dog, Dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Punctuation matters. It does. Uh, tone. Is there is there a, 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 like a comma or anything in no, there? No, it's it just, just my dog, Dick. Okay. All right. Yep. And then the <laughs> one that made Brian mad at me was I picked Toxic yes. by the Surfer Jets. This is about, this is really super cool. It's a great surfy cover of uh, Britney Spears tune. Oh, and those those uh, ladies play it so well. And there's just something about a woman rocking out on a guitar that I just really like watching, especially especially these these ladies. So maybe uh, we need to cover Vixen sometime. No, no, let's cover the Surfer Jets more. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to cover Vixen? Or, or Lita Ford? Or, no. As much as I love the Runaways, and I do love the Runaways, as we talked about on that yeah. episode of Sound Art a few years ago, um, never. I, what I heard from Vixen and and what I heard from Lita Ford that went to a party on Saturday night, blah blah blah. <laughs> just, I can't do it. I just can't do it. <laughs> anyway, all right. And then I picked uh, the Ventures cover of Hawaii Five O. Uh, 
uh, again, it's one of those surf songs that breached popular culture and still is a part of popular culture. It's been sampled and broken down and used in all kinds of places for all kinds of jokes and references. And as you, as soon as you hear the drums and the guitar, you know exactly what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's one of the, if there's a Mount Rushmore of uh, surf rock tunes, this is on there. Then I picked the Re- the Rebel by the Denver Man, the Denver Man. This falls into the classic surf rock formula, but it's a formula I don't mind doing the math for. It's a really, really cool tune. It's a great tune. Then I picked the Buffy cover of the Buffy theme song by Hawaiian Samurai. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. And uh, it's from the album, uh, The Shape of Surf to Come. I bought the album and every single song is awesome. And I found, I picked the name straight. I mean, I was going through and I saw the name Hawaiian Samurai. I'm like, okay, I got to pick that one. So I went through, started listening to the stuff. I bought the album. I picked the Buffy theme of it. And it's great. Uh, then I picked uh, Black Suits on the Beach by the Jimmy C. Now, the Jimmy C is familiar to everyone because he did our theme music. Suits on the Beach is from his soundtrack to Super 7, The Adventures of Super 7, which is a web series that's won all kinds of awards, and actually how I met the Jimmy C. And uh, I had to put him on here because it's a great, it's a great surfy tune. Gotta give some love to the Jimmy C. Oh, yeah. Then I picked Boneyard by the Eliminators. also sounds like it could be a ska band. <laughs> it totally does. Yeah. yeah. This is an original <laughs> or is this a top cover band. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. A, 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 a surf tribute to every top yeah. cover band. <laughs> yeah. Get on that eliminators. Uh, anyway, yeah. it's a really cool and original tune. I really enjoyed all their stuff too. I didn't buy as many of their albums as I did of the Hawaiian Samurai, but I did buy a few of their songs. Cool. And then Surf Report did a cover of Iron Maiden The Trooper. Now, Iron Maiden has that galloping rhythm guitar anyway. You add a spring uh, reverb to it and their galloping self-imposed rhythms 
instantly turned into surf music. So Iron Maiden surf music is a thing of beauty. Oh, wow. No kidding. And especially the trooper. It's great. And then another cover, it's of a Henry Mancini tune, uh, Shot in the Dark from the Pink Panther series stuff. It's by Pavlov's uh, Woody. Uh, Pavlov's Woody. <laughs> Pavlov's Woody. That's funny. I know that would be funny too. But yeah. this is still funny. I mean, yeah. obviously, it's uh, talking about the car. But... Yeah, Pavlov's Woody. So Pavlov's Woody. Woody. That's the best. Because <laughs> <laughs> it really offends Schrodinger's cat. Yes, it would. Yes, is it? It's both. Uh, never mind. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> I am so I set you up for that. Not gonna finish the joke. But the fact that I started the joke should be just as funny to people as if I had actually finished the joke. Joke. Maybe, maybe even funnier. All right. Well, on that note, very good. This is a fun one. I love I love talking surf music. I love talking genres. And this is such a fun one. It's almost as fun as hair metal. Oh, way, way more fun. Sorry. <laughs> no, I but, keep, I keep, uh, ever since we brought it up, that line between surf rock and ska, mm-hmm. there's gotta be, there's gotta be people out there who are doing it. We just I'll don't know. I'll bet, and I'm sure somebody knows about some and they'll recommend them to us and, and I'll totally check them out. But yeah, there's gotta be a surf ska. I mean, so that would be like the ska beat, but using surf guitars. Uh-huh, yeah. You'd have to have the, you'd have to have that upbeat, the two, the two and the four. Yeah. On the offbeats, but you'd all, and you'd probably have to have horns. Yeah. But it would be this, the, the, the guitar sound would be not the quick palm muted strokes. Yeah. Of a, see, that's the thing. Cause ska is a relatively clean sound. Yeah. It's a syncopated sound. Like very, very staccato, very uh-huh. like, yeah. But surf rock is dirty and grungy and echoey. And reverby, and uh, so you'd have to figure out the right way to combine yeah, the two. And I'm sure someone out there has done it. I just need to know who they are. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully somebody knows of someone who's doing that and yeah. can find it. That sounds really cool. Um, all right. Well, next week is definitely not surf rock. It's not ska, and it's not even hair metal. We're going to be listening to the music of Tori Amos. Yes, your aunt's favorite singer from the '90s. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was a big fan of Tori Miss in the 90s and, and, you know, before, even before she did her cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit. But um, uh, this will be an interesting uh, week because I don't think I've listened to much of her since. And I know she's had some new albums. I mean, I, well, I take that back. I did listen. I've listened to Boys for Pele and that cover album that she did of all man songs. Um, but I've kind of drifted off from there. So it'll be interesting to hear what, what Tori's been doing lately. And we can finally find out why can't Tori read. So here's the funny part about this is I knew Tori Amos was, and I'd listened to the yeah. stuff that was on the radio, but I didn't yeah. get interested in, interested in Tori until Kevin Moore, who used to be the keyboard player for Dream Theater, mentioned her by name in one of his songs. Okay. And I'm like, why does he need to get the tape to Tori? 
And I guess they were friends and he wanted to share music with her. And that's when I'm like, okay, if Kevin Moore is actually name checking her, I should probably listen to more. And I did. And I have mixed responses to it. So I'm actually really nervous about this next week. Well, it's very, um, she is very lyrics and meaning focused. Like her music is always trying to tell you something. There's no, I'm blue daba dee daba die stuff in the Tori Amos catalog. No. <laughs> so um, buckle down because you're going to, you're going to, you're going to be, you're going to have some stuff Tori explained to you. <laughs> well, and like I, like I told you before we hit record, I'm actually more worried about Tori, liking Tori and kind of getting through Tori unscathed than I was when we went to ecstasy. I mean, I do that just to throw you off. I know you do. It, uh, <laughs> it gets me every single time. Oh, what was that? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, Tori Amos next week. Uh, but in the meantime, let's talk about uh, how you can get in touch with us. Please email us. We are a soundography podcast at gmail.com. Tell us about your, your ska surf rock hybrid band that only plays Thursday nights at the Pizza Hut. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter. We are at the soundography. Uh, follow us there to be notified of when a new episode is out. And uh, sometimes if we have questions or thoughts or ideas, uh, everything else, of course, the website, soundography.com. You'll find all our previous episodes there, each one of them with a brand spanking new playlist that we do for that episode. It's not new now, just new then. Um, our, our playlist songs on uh, Spotify, you'll find links to buy songs and, of course, you'll find a way to support the show on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash soundography if you want to support the show. Goodies coming out as well as um, music movies. We've got another one that we're going to be recording here fairly soon about a very popular documentary that came out at the end of last year. Hmm. I wonder what it, I wonder what it could be. Also, if you like the show. I don't know, but my wife's going to sit on the floor and scream into a microphone for 13 and a half minutes. <laughs> Yeah, while well, we just chain smoke and eat toast. Uh, also, if you love the show, leave us a review somewhere where other people can uh, find it. Uh, don't scrawl it on a bathroom wall, though. Just put it on uh, iTunes or Stitcher or Spreaker, one of those places. Let other people know that you enjoy what you hear. Hammond, anything to close this out? No, except for Patreon. I'm sorry Fleetwood Mac didn't come out early. My fault. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, they, they got to listen to it in their dreams. Uh, on behalf of Hammond Chamberlain, this is Brian Lippett saying, Papo Mao Mao, and we will see you next time right here on Soundography. The show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.